Welcome back to the Women's Empowerment Podcast. My name is Dolores Andrew Gavin. I am an empowerment and an assertive coach, a soul care practitioner, author and mom. In this episode, I'm asking the question, why do some women struggle to find their voice? What makes a successful career woman not be able to find her voice within her own family? One would imagine that if she had a strong enough voice at work and was confident in using it, that she could also have a strong enough voice in her own home. This is not always the case, though. The study of epigenetics, which is fairly new in the science world, brings us some interesting facts and insights into this very topic. And it goes to prove that the environment in which we grow up in affects not only our own life, but can also affect the lives of our future generations. And those that went before us are the ones that we are now living through. This was often dismissed in the past until it was scientifically looked into. Take twins that are genetically identical. It has been shown that if they were separated and grew up with different families, that the environment within which each grew up in which would also include things like dietary habits, the stress levels in the family, along with so much more, would actually determine how they turn out in their lives. If these twins were to be reunited, let's say at the age of 50, whilst their genetics would still be the same, they would be totally different people and may not even appear like twins at all. If one, for example, had been malnourished, while the other perhaps thrived nutritionally, there may even be a difference in their height that wouldn't have manifested if they had, in fact, stayed living together. So this scientific research goes a long way to prove the fact that a lot of our patterns can be generational and are such influenced by the environment in which we grew up in. Let's just take poverty for an example. If we grew up in an environment where there was an attitude of never having enough, we may hoard what little we have now if we carry this in our very genes. On the other hand, at its polar opposite, and of course in its extreme, if financial security was guaranteed for us when, where we grew up in, this will be in our psyche. And we may, as I say, in an extreme, develop an attitude of squandering anything that we have. So now, as I say, it's been scientifically proven that how our grandmother lived and the patterns of her environment could very well have been passed down to us and is now manifesting in our lives for us. And a pattern of not being able to speak up in relationships is an example, one example of a pattern that can be generational and inherited. And this is huge when it comes to finding our voice and it throws light on, on this topic for a woman who can't identify why she feels so powerless in her own personal relationships. She may find that she just cannot speak up for herself, even though she knows that she's in the midst of an injustice. As well, of course, as generational patterns, there can be societal influences which have silenced women for, you know, several centuries at this stage. And of course, this will not be so for every woman, 
And many of us have strong, influential grandmothers who may not have tolerated any societal abuses. But many were and still are being influenced by this societal view of women. We each carry our own family heritage, of course, and lineage, and this adds can add another layer to why some women cannot and struggle to find their voice. Okay, so let's go back to our woman who is unable to find her voice in her relationship. This will be shaped as well by the type of partner she has, of course. If her partner is a more modern type man who respects women, is open-minded and caring, her generational pattern may not play out in such a severe way. If her partner encourages her to speak her truth and values her opinion when she does speak it. On the other hand, if her partner carries a thread of toxic masculinity, which equates masculine with power and feminine as weak, then she may end up feeling strangled, confused, stuck, isolated and disconnected from herself. Just on a side note, it's important to note that toxic masculinity is also something that can be a repetitive pattern in the man's life. It too, thankfully, can be evolved if the man himself can see past his inherited patterns. If a woman carries a pattern of shame or feeling like she cannot shine her life in case it is brighter than her partner's, then she may keep small in order to feel like she belongs in that relationship. This is where the idea of false belonging comes into play. John O'Donoghue, Irish poet and philosopher, speaks to the phenomenal of false belonging, where in order to fit in with, in this case, our partner, we fall into living our lives to his expectations in order to fit in and belong in that relationship. We dull our own light. This, of course, can be unconscious. And certainly, I don't think any woman starts off her marriage believing she is going into it in a false sense of belonging. Although if she did, deep down, she may have had a niggling voice inside her head before the wedding, which was her own gut instinct, trying to raise a flag and be heard. However, her sense of false belonging may have been louder and coaxed her with its hold. Fear, of course, is another thing that will keep us stuck in a known environment, regardless of whether or not we feel safe there or not. Better the place we know than the fear of the unknown. However, outside, in this unknown, is where she will find her voice and learn to belong for who she is, shining her light as bright as she wants to. There is great freedom in realising that sabotaging patterns can, in fact, have been handed down to you. Because then we can stop, pause and really take stock of the stories of our life and start that journey to finding our true voice. And we can muster up the courage to challenge the dialogue we tell ourselves and ask ourselves the bigger questions like, can we really afford not to change? Because we may want to examine the legacy we are weaving for our future generations. We can, of course, also examine our own values. 
asking ourselves if we are living in alignment with our values or if in fact we have lost, lost touch with them. What is your source of power plugged into is another huge question. Is it dangling and plugging in anywhere it feels it will gain some power, regardless of whether that is just mere breadcrumbs or what someone else deems we are worthy of? This too will backfire as our sense of power is not grounded in anything of substance. And we may recognise this feeling playing out in our life if we feel that we float around aimlessly. And this will remain with us until we take stock of the role and our part in it. But that's the good thing about it. We can take stock and we can find our way back to self and our way to belong in a world where our voice does matter. No matter how far, how small your first step is to get there, it's a step in the right direction when you make the decision to find your own core inner voice. If you would like more information on how to work with me, you can visit my part of the web at www.celticsoulessence.com or you can contact me at irishhealthhour.com at gmail.com.